Welcome to the EGC Edge Marketing Podcast, where we provide you with the latest digital marketing news, performance marketing tips, and creative problem-solving skills you need to stay resilient in our fast-changing world of marketing. Listen each week and learn how to get the edge over your competition and grow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the EGC Marketing Edge Podcast where we equip you with the latest insights and expertise to stay ahead in the ever-changing world of marketing. I'm your host, Max Ross, and today we will explore the ins and outs of influencer marketing and how it can benefit your brand with Christina, who is the Director of Social Media at EGC. Christina brings a wealth of knowledge and experience in this field and will share her valuable real-life examples and tips on how to develop an effective influencer strategy. Christina, it's great to have you here with us. Hey, Max. Thanks. It's awesome to be here. Excited to dive into some influencer marketing. Fantastic. So I guess the first question is, you know, not all influencers um, are necessarily the same. Uh, Can you discuss the different types of influencers and perhaps give some examples? Absolutely. So first, I guess I'll dive into the different categories of influencers, So the first one is nano. This is anything from literally a few hundred followers up to 10,000. Really small reach, but effective, great content. Then we have micro-influencers. That's about 10 to 50,000. These are the types of creators that you might work with more long-term on different types of projects. And then we get a little bit larger scale with mid-tier, which is about that 50 to 100K range. And then macro, which is about 100,000 to a million. And then anything over a million, you're talking the big bucks. Um, That's mega or celebrity influencers. And those are typically for really large campaigns. Um, These are the types of people that you'll work with on much bigger projects. So with all that in mind, is there uh, any information that you could look at, whether it's just on surface level of a profile or perhaps uh, deeper Uh, to determine if an influencer is right for your brand? I think really the main thing is just making sure you establish a clear budget and making sure you can afford that influencer. So that's going to be the the first thing. It might seem like it's not super expensive, but a macro influencer in that 100,000 to 1 million range uh, can really range in a variety of pricing, sometimes 10K, sometimes way more than that for just one post. So keeping that budget in mind, um, but also looking at their target audience. And there's tools you can utilize for this, like Dash Hudson, where you can basically determine um, audience location, the age, gender of the audience. So you can really narrow down your specific target audience. And then if there's like any niche. So obviously, if you want someone lifestyle focused or fashion or financial, and then if they match your values, your aesthetic, you want to make sure they're a good fit in your feed. So I guess in a similar sense, is there any way to determine uh, which social media platform uh, may be best for your brand uh, and influencer? I guess some things that come to mind is perhaps the argument of, you know, YouTube, long form content versus TikTok. Um, Just any insights that you have uh, there would be awesome. Yeah, I would say, again, this kind of depends on your target audience. That's kind of the main focus, I would say, is where does your audience live, eat, and breathe? So if you're targeting a college age kind of student, I would suggest staying on TikTok and Instagram just because that's probably where they're living. 
Um, TikTok's always a great option because you can repurpose that to YouTube Shorts. You can repurpose that to Instagram. That Those are the types of people that are going to be creating content that people want to watch and that can be easily repurposed across platforms. So I guess going into uh, the next question, um, do you have any tips for, I guess, uh, setting expectations or deliverables with your influencer and then just talking about how to get the most out of that influencer? Is there anything that comes to mind to where you could really maximize that value? In setting expectations, I like to really find someone I like to partner with on a long-term basis. So this means that they would be posting quite often over a month long period or over a few months. Um, We usually send them a very strong brief, which outlines things like overall messaging, tone of voice. We give them a very clear campaign overview. Plus we just give them any good thought starters that might help get them going. And typically this helps because it helps them set up for a really clear, concise understanding of what they need to be posting. And typically if they do a great job, we work with them again on the next campaign. So we develop very strong relationships that way. Fantastic. So we're using the term influencer a lot, but something that's also thrown into the mix is sometimes the word ambassador. Mm. Is there any distinction between an influencer versus an ambassador? And can you please uh, share your thoughts on that? Yes. So that's actually a great way of um, coming out of the last question because we do like those long-term partnerships that I discussed and ambassadors are a great way to do that. So we work with ambassadors on a much longer term basis. This could be over a quarter, over a few months. Um, and this just helps build that trust, that authenticity over time. And if you're trying to show something like progress, it's a great way to show someone's progress on a program or something along those lines over a certain period of time. And then as a follow-up to that, uh, sometimes we hear the term in-house creator uh, thrown around by our clients and you know just regular marketers alike. Is there a key distinction there versus an in-house creator um, and kind of what that entails? Absolutely. I think the biggest difference is going to be the cost. <laughs> so working with an in-house creator is a great way to create compelling content on a lower budget. Um It's not going to get you the reach that an influencer will get you, but it's a great way to build user-generated style content, to build lifestyle content that complement your brand without that crazy budget pricing that might come with certain macro influencers or celebrity influencers. So this is one of my favorite questions. Um, Let's say I've given you $100,000 to craft a a quarterly uh, influencer strategy. Could you perhaps talk us through uh, some of the steps, maybe on a surface level, as to what you would do and the time frame of it all? Yeah. So once we've determined your goals and your target audience, um, the best way to maximize your partnership is to work with influencers across multiple ca- uh, categories. So let's say you have $100,000. Uh, I would partner with people in the micro level, mid-tier, macro is just a way to tap into multiple audience sets. And then next, I'd make sure that they had a presence on TikTok. TikTok. So this means that they're versed and successful in creating that video content that we discussed, which will really help just maximize the content and the amount of platforms that you can use it on. Um, So they can repurpose that content to Instagram. And if they have a presence on Instagram, making sure you're doing those collaborated posts as well. 
So I'd really just make sure have a few partnerships running, make sure that's running over a few month period time and that they're posting consistently to have those faces for the brand to build that trust and loyalty and to maximize your budget for your campaign. So you are a social media director at EGC. Um, I'm sure there are many examples that you could cite um, as to a successful influencer or ambassador partnership that has worked. Um, is there anything in particular that you would like to share with us now? Absolutely. I think one strong example is uh, an influencer strategy we developed for a local credit union. Their goal was to essentially grow brand awareness and reach on Instagram, as well as reach a younger audience on TikTok. And our strategy there was just to partner with national influencers. So although it was a local um, credit union, we partnered with national influencers to really help maximize that reach help with brand awareness, help with financial literacy, and just to communicate the importance of finances in a fun and engaging way. And since launching that, we actually more than tripled impressions and increased overall engagements by over 500%. So it just goes to show you that the right influencer partnerships can truly help move the needle even on a, a small local business level. So thank you so much for all of that information, Christina. I guess to wrap up, are there four takeaways that you would like to share with our listeners uh, from this conversation um, in terms of developing successful influencer uh, partnerships? Yes, absolutely. So the first one would be to be realistic with the budget you set. Make sure you're making a budget that fits your needs and that allows you to work with influencers that will still help move the needle. The next one would be to maximize your content by partnering with people who are used to making video content. So people on YouTube, people on TikTok who will help move the needle on platforms like Instagram and Facebook as well. The next one would be to partner with people long-term. So partnering with someone on a campaign that runs a few months versus a one-off post, that's really going to build that authenticity and that trust. And the final thing I would say is to work with a company like EGC Group. We have really strong relationships with influencers. We have a great group of people that we believe in and that have produced great content and that we can make sure we are able to deliver a campaign that really helps move the needle for you. Thank you so much, Christina, for all of your time today and this great information. Um, as always, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, do feel free to like, follow, comment, share. Um, we will see you in our next episode and have a great rest of your day, everyone.